If you're enjoying the show and you'd like to get more, maybe you want to get bonus episodes, maybe you want to get episodes early, maybe you'd like to join monthly video hangouts with me, Jeff, and other fans of the show, the way to find out how to do that is to go to patreon.com slash wehaveconcerns. It just shows you that Lucasfilm uh, is getting on that whole America First uh, bandwagon. America That's First, <laughs> make uh, uh, make Star Wars great again. <laughs> oh God, oh, this God. is we have concerns. Hi, Jeff Canada. Hi, Lenny Carboni. Hello, concerned citizens. Uh, got a story, Jeff, that was sent in to us. Can I? Here's the thing, Jeff. What? We start off a lot of these episodes by saying, "Got a story." Yeah. Of course, we have a story. That's well, the whole point. That's the whole point. But it's always a surprise Why every time. Why do we do that? It's always, I'm always surprised. Do we have a story this week? Uh, we do. Oh, yes! Shockingly, we have a story for every episode we're going to do this week. Oh, that's if so good. If you can believe it. Uh, this one was sent in to us by uh, Mark Nuffer on the Facebook group. Facebook.com slash groups slash we have concerns. Uh, you can also head to reddit.com slash r slash we have concerns. Uh, to hang out with fellow concerned citizens. Uh, this is a story that was on Boing Boing, uh, but it was first reported in the Idaho Statesman. Uh, Idaho is trying to start uh, uh, a movement to be designated as America's first dark sky reserve. Dark sky reserve. Dark sky reserve is my favorite Starbucks coffee. Oh, it's It only comes out once a year <laughs> yeah, on a full at the moon. equinox yeah, right. dark sky the dark sky reserve it's my favorite eldritch coffee planted and harvested <laughs> only during the darkest of skies <laughs> it's not great coffee <laughs> no uh no uh basically this is all about light pollution so they want to maintain certain areas that will have no artificial light is that the idea yeah because because most inhabited areas or even parks that are in near inhabited areas, even parks that are giant parks and, and wildlife reserves themselves yeah. have a decent amount of light pollution these days. I'll be honest with you, Anthony. I can't tell you the last time I saw a star. I don't yeah. see stars anymore. I live in Los Angeles. I saw a star by the name of Brad Pitt. That's the only kind of stars you see here in LA. Am I right? <laughs> Ah, we've got stars. <laughs> He's in movies. <laughs> yeah. I know who he is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of why I thought about this is in my bedroom, in my neighborhood, in Los Angeles, uh, it is so bright at night. Yeah. I'm going to bed and let me tell you, it is between safety lights, street lights, uh, helicopter lights. <laughs> They're like literally shining in through your window. There's just so much Saying, light. Come out. And Mr. noise Carboni, pollution. Come out right now. Yeah. And it's like, Shh, I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> you can't. You can, If you try to arrest me while I'm sleeping, it's entrapment. <laughs> I don't understand the law. I don't know. But I'll tell you this. I'm not going to obey it. <laughs> Why would you? Why would I when I can't get a decent night's sleep in this town? <laughs> when I can get a decent night's sleep yeah. in this town, maybe I'll obey your laws. Uh, no, uh, 90% of the United States and Europe populated areas have some form of light pollution. 
Uh, 99% of people who live in the United States have never seen an actual night sky. But how do we define light pollution? I feel like you throw out 90% as light pollution and I go, whoa. And then I go, well, but how is that? Is there a metric there? That is what I was thinking about too, Jeff. After I saw this story, I was like, how do we define this? If I shine a light into the sky, is it light pollution? Yeah, uh, yeah. And, the equivalent and of if I don't a- stop shining that light into the sky, even if, I, even if I'm asked to, if it's not a light and it's a laser pointer yeah. and it's not the sky, but it's an airplane. Maybe you can take down that helicopter that's shining the light in your room. Is it light pollution? And can I be arrested? <laughs> uh, the answer is yes. Yeah. Is that the equivalent of throwing a gum wrapper out of my car is like, a flashlight in the sky. Mm-hmm. When you when you shine a light into the sky, there's an alien that cries a single tear. <laughs> All right. Uh, light pollution is actually measured in something called the Bortle scale. Oh, the Bortle scale. The Bortle scale was created by John Bortle. He is a uh, he published it in the February 2001 edition of Sky and Telescope magazine. I like his wine cooler, Bortles and James. Bortles and Johns. <laughs> Uh, and it was, uh, it was to help amateur astronomers evaluate the darkness of, uh, of observing skies. So the scale ranges from class one, which is the darkest sky available on earth. If you go to the middle of nowhere and you're surrounded, uh, by nothing but nature for miles and miles, you're going to be in a, you're going to go insane, but you'll also be in a class class one, a class one sky class nine is basically uh, an inner city sky. Hmm. So uh, bright lights everywhere. Big bright city. lights, big city, yeah. Michael J. Fox. So he, Bortles decided to go with the one through nine. nine, nine Not nine. a he 10. Didn't want to go to 10. Not a 10. All right, didn't want to take it to 10. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe he wanted a little room for when we finally just <laughs> turn it all on. Just turn it we all just live on. on a light. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so this is a, this is a nine level scale and there was a map. Level 10, level 10 is when you live in the tip of the Luxor. That's it. <laughs> when you're out of the, the penthouse apartment in the Luxor. Level 10 is when you just sleep in a room that's uh, entirely lit with fluorescent lights. <laughs> it's just a black mirror. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is class one through nine. And honestly, most of us, uh, I looked up Los Angeles. Los Angeles is all eight or nine in our area. <sighs> uh, out where you are, a little bit further out where you are, where it starts getting a little more suburban, you get into like sevens and sixes. Yeah, but you're still not going to see a star. You're still not going to see a star. Yeah. And that's kind of what's crazy because uh, light pollution has huge effects on wildlife, ecology, and human health. Right, because they think, they, they lose their day-night cycles, right? Exactly. It yeah. all has to do with circadian rhythms. It has to do with day-night cycles. It has to do with just sort of the natural safety of predator and prey. Mm-hmm. Um, when you think about light and heat pollution, like, and especially, it all kind of works together, right? Yeah. Uh, population density, uh, human, building, uh, human building up of natural areas, but then also light and sound pollution. Yeah. Light and sound pollution can really throw an animal off of everything that they do. You have deer staying up too late playing Destiny 2. Well, there was a, yeah, they, and listen, I understand. You got to grind out. You got to get that Leviathan raid. It's the, it's light pollution in their light levels, mm-hmm. which is the, the hardest thing to deal with for a deer. It really is. But it's the awesomest thing to deal with when you're trying to pop those exotic engrams. Yeah, baby. Uh, 
it's a large Venn diagram. If you didn't get those jokes, it's fine. They're not all for you. Uh, but basically, yeah, there was a story that was out earlier this week. I don't know if you saw it, but it's these tiny little orange frogs that can no longer hear each other's mating calls. Yeah. Uh, think about light pollution in terms of we have a lot of they got married. Mm-hmm, we have a lot of coyotes and uh wildcats and things like that here in the LA area, especially near me. Cause I'm near, uh, I'm near Griffith park. Mm-hmm. They come down here to hunt and it throws them off of their entire, it throws them off their game for sure. Yeah. Uh, it throws them off their sleep cycle. It makes them feel generally more nervous. These are animals that want to be in the dark. It, it kind of right. messes with their health. It messes with our health. There's just no dark. There's no dark. Yeah. We can't sleep as deeply as we're supposed to in these light polluted areas. Um, and we really are missing out on one of the one of the best things about being alive and being in the universe, I think, which is just a starry fucking sky. Yeah. One of the things my wife introduced me to, I was never I never really knew about or or tried before I met her was a blackout curtains in my yeah. bed, in our bedroom. She's like a big proponent of those. I find them a little disorienting because I will wake up in the morning and there's still no light out and I'm like, ah! and then you open them. It's like, Oh, it's 11 o'clock. Yeah. Beautiful day. I can't use the, I never sleep. Uh, I can't o'clock. use oh the God. blackout curtains, uh, in a hotel. Like I always want to, especially right. when I'm like, when we're staying somewhere, uh, like, like a couple of weeks ago we were at PAX. We were staying in downtown Seattle. Yeah. Very bright. Hotels want to give you big windows because they're like, look at the value. It's a big window. Don't yeah. you feel sexy looking out this big window? And you're but like, it's just it's a Bortles nine, motherfucker. It's a Bortles level nine, and I'm just looking out at another building that's looking out at me, and it's just bright. And so they give you the blackout curtains. But yeah. if I pull the blackout curtains, I oversleep. Yeah, I have no sense of what time it is. Right, because that also throws you off your circadian rhythm. Because you're supposed to wake up with the sun. It mm-hmm. helps your body go. Oh yeah sleep cycle over right um so by trying to correct for the damage that we're doing as per usual we are doing more (laughs) damage or a similar amount of damage so idaho wants to create safe space how how do you curb light pollution you just make people not be able to turn on artificial light in a certain radius yeah that's exactly what they're doing uh this is an area of idaho called the sawtooth national recreation area and what they've been doing is they can't really, I mean, they could try to push it through as, as laws and, and, and as city statutes or whatever and be like, hey. Fucking light lobby. If you're this close to the light lobby is. Um, Powerful, bright, mostly bright. Yeah. And they, they just want, they just, I don't know. They I want got, it all lit. They want it all lit. <laughs> they, the, the light lobby, it's lit. TMR, <laughs> copyright, fidget spinner. Um, they could try to push this through. But it's really weird. It's kind of like it, it's kind of like when you ask a bar that's near you to be quiet after ten. Yeah, sure, they're gonna try to be quiet after ten. They're also a bar. They and do bar things. Karaoke night. Karaoke night. Uh, loud, loud, drunk people. Yeah. Woo, woo girls. <laughs> gotta have the woo. Girls. Gotta have the woo girls. Gotta Tuesday have your, night, the woo girls drink free. Gotta have the bro dudes. Yeah, broing down. So. Even if you try, even if you push it through as a law, what you're going to do is you're just going to make people mad at you, right? Like, oh, I have to turn off all my lights at nine. (laughs) We can't have street lights at night on our street. So the solution they came to is they just depower the city at nine o'clock every Thursday. Yep. It's uh, there's it's it's a super villain turned park ranger (laughs) who was like, listen, uh, yes, I used to be 
Dr. Evilo. <laughs> of course. And yes, the name was not great. Mm. I get it. Maybe, maybe the crimes weren't great, both because they were unsuccessful and also because they were not very imaginative. And that's why I tried to turn over a new leaf. I'm a park ranger now. I only want to do good and I will do good by any means necessary. And if that means turning off the power to everyone, I will do it to save the light pollution. Uh, ranger Evilo, I have a question. Yeah. Uh, you know, I appreciate the fact that you've turned over this new leaf and, and you've become... Uh, also, if I catch anybody turning over leaves they're not supposed to turn over or touching feathers, you cannot touch a bird feather. I will murder... I will destroy... Sorry, go on. Yeah, um, that got weird. Hey... Did it! Uh, is there any kind of consideration to the fact that uh, people need power after 9 p.m.? Oh, I understand the need for power. <laughs> I understand the need for power, perhaps... Better than anyone. Uh-huh. Ranger Evilo, your, your hands are gesticulating. Where did you get that cat from? This cat? Yeah. This is, uh... I'm technically not allowed to have this cat within <laughs> park grounds because it's theoretically domesticated house cats are endangered. This press conference is over! I will have darkness! Oh! Um, Where did the lights go out? <laughs> uh, so what they did is, they were just like, hey, can we get this to be voluntary? Can we ask residents and businesses that border along uh, the Sawtooth Recreation Area to voluntarily comply with reducing light pollution at night? Mm -hmm. uh, and what they did was they, they just basically asked. Please? Did yeah. They tried the, the whole please method? That's basically... The magic word. They used the fucking magic word? Let me tell you something. That's literally the extent of our National Parks Department power. <laughs> Yeah. Will you please not destroy the environment? No. Thank you for asking. We're, we're going to continue doing oh, that. Oh, we're going to destroy this environment. But it was so nice of you to ask. Yeah. And we really did take it under consideration. Wait. And we are burning this place to I the ground. I have a follow-up offer. Mm-hmm. Pretty pleased with cherry on top. Ooh. Oh, that is... Let me add... That is adorable. <laughs> and uh, we are still just... Uh, laying this pipeline, taking down these trees, mm. uh, we are going to dam these rivers, mm. and uh, we're just going to keep flying over, low fly, low fly over this area. And we don't need to, but we're gonna. All right, Herbert. Because you know what's great? Just like skimming over the tops of the trees, it makes you feel cool when you're flying. You're destroying all of the... Come on, Herbert, let's go. We'll take our cherry and, and we'll go back to our natural habit. Yeah, he actually already took the cherry. Yeah, I did take the cherry. I am eating the cherry. Um, <laughs> never hold the cherry so close to him Herbert what have I told you again and again so this is what they did they uh they basically put up informational signs <laughs> they just put up signs that's like please reduce light and like wow. ask local businesses Idaho, and who knew Poli they, pol uh, polite people yeah they cannot they cannot and will not mandate actions and any light mitigation by others in the recreation area will be voluntary uh, <laughs> will be voluntary or else you will <laughs> <laughs> turn off your lights voluntarily or else or we destroy or you. else what nothing oh no, nothing just else. please or else we'll have to ask again and it'll get awkward but we won't ask three times because we also don't want to be naggy <laughs> you know like we don't want to be the naggy park so you're saying this worked it did work uh stanley idaho which is a mountain town within the sawtooth recreation area uh they run mostly on tourism money and they decided that they were going to voluntarily participate in these light pollution actions. 
And it's been great for them because people come to Stanley and stay there to just see the to stars? see the night sky. Wow. People were coming there come, anywhere. Come anyway, for the Stanley, stay for the darkness. Yeah. <laughs> stay for the dark. Let me tell you something. Any place that's like come, any place that's like come for the hospitality, stay for the darkness. <laughs> I'm there. That sounds like the best yeah. David Lynch show. Yeah. It also gets real dark here. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready for that mix of hospitality and darkness. We have a pancake breakfast at seven. Mm-hmm. We, uh, and we then have- a mirror that looks into your soul. <laughs> it's super dark. It's just going to show you what you would see in your own soul. Yeah. There's a man that comes to your room at night, knocks three times and then whispers the date and time of your death. Yeah. And, and then, uh, and then on sunset, we have a hayride. <laughs> That's great. It's a hayride of doom. Yeah. It's haunted. It may be the only actually haunted hayride. <laughs> Uh, but the haunting is just the thoughts of things you could have done better in your life. It's Stan- something. Stanley. Oh, small town charm. Black souls. <laughs> small, small town charm. Big existential crisis. Um, yeah, so th- I, I love this. Uh, I love this idea. I love that people want to participate in it voluntarily. Obviously, it works for a town like Stanley. I cannot see it working in an area certainly as as large as Los Angeles. Right. No, uh, you definitely I mean it's it's but that's that's the same as a wildlife preserve, right? You're not right. going to be able to have a wildlife preserve in, you know, downtown LA either. It's these areas that are already sort of in in a zone where you can make it happen mm-hmm. and you want to preserve that. And yeah. I, I think that's a laudable goal. It is. It's it what this made me think of was so, you know, I live I live pretty close to Griffith Park. Griffith Park is the largest uh, is the largest like city park in the United States. It's mm. the largest park within more than Central a, Park. More than Central Park, really? Yeah, it's bigger. Yeah, because I thought Central Park was bigger when I moved here. I was like, "Fuck Griffith Park, Central Park for life." Because yeah. you know, I can't help it. It's a it's a reflex of anybody who's lived in New York. <laughs> Even if we don't think it anymore, we have to be like New York rules. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so I looked it up, and Griffith is actually bigger. And what's crazy is Griffith is this is this big, very natural feeling park, whereas Central Park feels very manicured and and landscaped. Sure. Uh, but and we have the Griffith Park Observatory, the Griffith yeah. Observatory, and all this stuff. But it doesn't matter because all around Griffith Park on all sides is is Los Angeles, right? And so it's like wh- you're not going to go there and see stars. You're not seeing anything. I mean, you look through the telescope, you can see them. But yeah, it's not it's not a it's not a sanctuary in the city in the sense that. There's not going to be light pollution. Yeah. And so it's, it's kind of interesting. I think the only place I've ever really seen a night sky uh, was when I went to the Grand Canyon. Yeah. And we stayed for a night in the, in the park. Oh, man. And it was like, but even then, because we stayed in the, but we didn't camp, we stayed like in one of the little cabins. Yeah. Even then, just the light from those cabins and kind of like sure. surrounding towns nearby and stuff. I looked it up and, and and Grand Canyon is not a one on the scale. It's somewhere around like a three or a four on the Bortles on the Bortles scale. Yeah. So it's, it's like, even there, you're not getting this perfectly natural, beautiful night sky. You gotta go to Idaho. You got to go to Idaho. Yeah. I don't Stay know for the potatoes. Go for the darkness. Um, uh, you know, when you're a, when you're a, a city mouse, like we are, mm-hmm. uh, and even, even going down a few notches on the Bortles scale is a pretty profound experience. Oh dude, it blew my mind. Yeah. I'm not saying it didn't blow my mind. What's blowing my mind is that there are orders of magnitude more right. that could be seen. 
Yeah. Uh, actually, you know what? I think actually in Iceland, there was like, there was a night where it was like, whoa, yeah. where we were staying at like a little hostel in the middle Just of nowhere. tapestry of stars. Above yeah. Room. And it's yeah. crazy. It's like, it's this amazing. is how the, this is how the sky is supposed to look. This yeah. is how for most of our human history, this is what people looked up and saw. Yeah. And it's yeah. kind of crazy because now it's funny. You read all this stuff about, especially in old literature, like in old literature yeah. and, and things that have, you know, that are hundreds of years old, right. thousands of years old, this writing of that's like romanticizing the stars in the night sky. And we kind of think of it as like, Oh, of course that's just, that's like what we do. It's like the standardized thing. But like back then the night sky was really something to behold. <laughs> yeah. And it's crazy. To remember that. Like they used to. Yeah. I, it's, and it kind of breaks my heart and I, and I wish that there were more things we could do. Yeah. I wish that there were more things we could do like Idaho does. I'm sure there are yeah. just removing, just removing like gigantic billboards on the sides of, or like led screens on the sides of buildings. Yes. But then we're going to get farther away from the blade runner future that we're all headed toward in 2019. Let me tell you something as somebody who, who's obsessed with blade runner and has been his whole life. People are always like, Oh my gosh, blade runner. It's so beautiful. Don't you want to live there? I was like, no, that's the point. <laughs> the, the point, point is, is you're supposed to, that. the point is Turn you're supposed back. to, you're supposed to look at it and be like, wow, that's crazy looking, but you're not supposed to go. That's so cool. I want to live there. I mean, the cities are kind of like stars. Kind of like <laughs> when you get to the point where like owning a robot animal is a sign of affluence because there aren't any animals. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, <laughs> you don't want to live in Blade Runner. Yeah, but we're we're oh, getting we're there. there. We're getting there. Not Idaho, though. Uh, where do you guys live, and where do you? Where is your city on the Bortle scale? We'll put a link down to the map and stuff. Yeah, uh, so you can check it out. We'd love it's to. Pretty s- cool. This like heat map of light uh, of the of the country is pretty wild. To look yeah, at. let us know uh, where you are on the Bortle scale and what the best night sky you've ever seen is if you've ever really seen one yeah. uh, you can t- let us know on Twitter I'm at A Carboni I'm at Jeff Canada you can discuss it on the episode discussion thread in the Facebook group that's facebook.com slash group slash we have concerns you can also do that on the subreddit and uh, uh, buy our junk go to our store it's not you're not supposed to buy our garbage it's not that we have concerns.com like, slash shop I'm, I may even make it so we have concerns.com slash garbage works. That's you should check and see if it works. And then if it does buy a shirt, it's good garbage. 